despite the fact my etymology is like absolutely terrible <laughs> i've been wrong about like every single thing i've ever said <laughs> about even even stuff that i know I, after the podcast will end i'll like smack my head and go what the what the hell why did i say <laughs> why did i say that yeah, oh, I've had a few of those moments too. See, I just edit them yeah. out when I say them. <laughs> <laughs> but you leave mine. In. I noticed that. By the way, listeners, Christopher edits edits this, and <laughs> I'll be like, "Hey, too much energy." Good evening, listeners, and welcome back to Too Much Energon, the weekly podcast where we review every episode of Beast Wars ever in production order, starting from the beginning. I am one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I am one of your hosts, NeoCal. What's going on, Cal? Uh, you know, arguing with people on the internet. As you do. Yeah, as one does. As one and, does. And, um... You mean the internet isn't a place for civil discourse where people can share their ideas and opinions and beliefs freely with one another in a diplomatic and understanding fashion and engage in teaching and understanding of new topics you mean that isn't what the internet is unfortunately no because humans are tribal monkeys that hate each other <laughs> we we've uh, actually evolved to like chimp smash other tribes and Boy, does that show on the internet. Yes. It also shows in the show that we review on this podcast as well. It does. They're, n they're not that different. No. Uh, as I was watching this, I was like, man, I think there's m just as much infighting with the two groups on Beast Wars as they actually fight each other. Yeah. Maybe yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. It, and so much so that it ends up uh, kind of driving the plot. It ends up becoming the inciting incident of this episode that uh, kind of gets the ball rolling on the plot. This week's yeah, episode, on both sides. Yeah, uh, this week's episode is called "A Better Mouse Trap." It is the ninth episode in production order, and holy fucking shit! It is also the ninth episode in U.S. broadcast order and Canadian broadcast order. I don't remember. <laughs> I, I am far too tired. <laughs> I I had mentioned this in the uh, uh, the outtake to Cal, but I am so tired. We are at the time of recording now. It is currently about 8.30 p.m. Uh, I have been awake since about 3 a.m. I got to work at 5.26 a.m. And I left work at 5.48 p.m. And got paid that sweet, sweet overtime. Yes. Typically, uh, as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, I work at a grocery store. Typically in the grocery business, like if you put in extra time, what they'll do is be like, oh, you stayed for an extra like half hour or an hour. You know, at the end of the week, you can leave an hour early. Things like that. Just mm -hmm. like trading time. Yeah. And normally, like, I, I do that quite a bit, and normally it's fine. But, like, when I'm at work for, like, 12 and a half hours, I'm like, it doesn't really, like, me dumping 12 and a half hours 
out of one day into work and then like it's like oh like next week you can leave four hours early one day it's like that's cool and all but like that doesn't really feel like six of one and half dozen of the other like (laughs) yeah that doesn't feel like equal it it doesn't feel yeah, it doesn't feel like an even trade, so... I'll just uh, take that money, thank yeah, you. Yeah, so my boss asked me what I wanted to do, and I'm like, given given the circumstances, I, th- I think I'll just take time and a half. <laughs> yeah, tur- turn that four extra hours into six hours. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, needless to say, I am incredibly tired, so I'm... Uh, fair warning for the listeners, I'm not going to be on my A-game tonight. Um... I you even, have to I, be on your A game every day. Damn it! <laughs> All right. Well, I, I guess the podcast's over then. <laughs> have a good night, hey. people. Uh, <laughs> this has been too much energy. On. We'll be back next week with <laughs> the cat uh, came back. <laughs> um, no, I actually I listened to uh, to some of my audio just before we started recording this, so I I already know going into this that I sound pretty rough. So apologies in advance, but it's been a day, guys. It's been a day. I learned in my serving it right and my superhost training that it resonates with a customer or a patron much more positively if you say so thank you for waiting or thank you for putting up with this rather than apologizing for any incompetence so listeners so thank you for understanding christopher's play (laughs) i was just about to ask so did i do the right thing or the wrong thing (laughs) i don't even remember what did i do It's uh, what is a this? little Where hard to we? believe. <laughs> what day is it? Who are what, you? What year is it? <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> <laughs> so this week on uh, Too Much Energy on a better mousetrap, which uh, I got to be fully honest until about like maybe two hours ago i did not know that that was an idiom and when i watched the episode uh late we'll get there but later on there's a bit where a dinobot actually references that idiom and i was like i was like oh that's kind of awkward okay (laughs) uh so i looked it up and yes a better mousetrap is actually an idiom and i for the past like 24 years of watching this show did not know that the idiom a uh Better mousetrap uh, comes from an observ. This I'm getting this from uh, idioms.thefreedictionary.com. Comes from an observation attributed to Ralph Waldo Emerson in 1889. If a man write a better book, preach a better sermon, or make a better mousetrap than his neighbor, though he builds his house in the woods, the world will make a beaten path to his door. Interesting. And so what does that kind of like mean? Uh, pretend, pretend that I don't understand that idiom. And what, what does that mean? <laughs> pretend that I don't understand uh, 19th century poetry. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the, simp- the, the simple explanation is that it basically means something that approves upon an existing object or concept. So it's interesting 
Dinobot says it's to Rhinox, it seems you've made a better mousetrap. He's not only using the idiom, but he's also actually being serious because Rat Trap is trapped inside inside the ship. He's trapped like a rat. It's mm -hmm. also interesting that Dinobot is quoting 19th century Earth poetry. When they're in... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... When they're in the future past? <laughs> yes, the future past. Oh, they say something else in the episode that is very much... Oh, um, Optimus will say sometime in this episode that when he's observing Waspinator going going nuts, just flying around in circles, um, he must be coming down from a sugar rush. And I'm like, wait a second. Yes, 90s kids hear that from their parents all the time. But like, how do these guys know what that is? Really do they have sugar and do they, they know the effects? <laughs> I read a study that was done uh, back in the, I think I read this in like 2007 or 2008, but apparently the whole concept of like a sugar rush is bullshit oh yeah it's it's bullshit it was used to scare parents or to explain hyperactivity yeah or something like that yeah yeah they they studied like a, a thousand children and like some of them they gave sugar some of them they didn't give sugar some of them they gave placebos, placebos yeah um, kids and... will act more hyper if they think that sugar is supposed to make them hyper which is where yeah. the placebo comes in but yeah, doesn't sugar doesn't actually make you hyper? No, uh, that was one of my favorite '90s things. It's like, oh, drinking a whole glass of or a big tall glass of orange juice. A okay, kiddo. Hey, take that pixie stick out of your mouth. <laughs> You'll get a sugar high. Yeah. And when I was a kid, I was like, oh, I fucking wish. <laughs> like energy drinks don't really affect me. Like I've never had like sugar highs. The first time I had a Red Bull, I fell asleep half an hour later, like a nap in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh, maybe it's just me. No, no, there's there's no such thing as a, a sugar high. The the caffeine of energy drinks does help me, but I always drink the sugar free ones. Mm. So we we start off with a exterior shot of the maximal shit, then the camera pans. Oh down. yeah. To underneath the uh the yeah apple. you're right yeah i swear yeah. i've watched this <laughs> so. oh and yeah the, it shows like scaffolding and like wires hanging off the axelon over the yeah edge. yeah which i found kind of interesting because we haven't really seen that yet it's shown it a little bit in little snippets here or there but not mm. this close it has shown like wires and like kind of scaffolding underneath that kind of like little cliff that it's jutting out of, but it's never uh, zoomed in like this. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm tired. <laughs> anyway, so, so we're in a cave now. We're in and... a cave, and it shows a, a few a few bugs hanging out. Well, at least a couple bugs, anyway. Oh, sorry, no, it's not a few or, bugs. Or it's actually, pterosaur, pterosaur, black arachnia, and waspinator, and yeah, black arachnia. Black arachnia is back. Oh. Yeah, okay. No, no explanation. Quick, quickly, let's just address this. A couple episodes ago, a missing black arachnia. Yep. Right? So she, like, pieced out in the middle of a fight. And I'm like, oh, what's she going to do up? get up to? Apparently, just come back two episodes later. Yeah. Appar yeah, apparently nothing. No and questions then, asked. <laughs> and then she just, like, missed She it. invented something. There. Yeah. Apparently, she invented this, like, sonic resonator that they're all huddled around 
I know. Uh, I like how Waspinator is like trying to. So Waspinator has this like thing that looks like a big like fork, essentially like a tuning fork. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, an 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 electrical tuning rod. Yeah, and he's like trying to wedge it into this like crack in uh, this cavern that they're in, and he's having a hard time with it. <laughs> yeah, and he and says he's all, he's all like. Ur, ur, ur. And then he gives up, and he's all like, bam, fits, see? <laughs> what does he say? He says, bomb fits, see? Oh, bomb fits, see, yeah. I rewatched that, and I'm like, uh, what is he saying? And he, like, as he says it, he, like, throws his, like, little wasp legs. arms <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. And Black Arachnia says it's, she says it's not a bomb, right? Yeah, that it's a sonic resonator that will, uh, uh, when properly placed, will punch a hole in the rock straight underneath to the maximal base. Yeah, that's some, um, like, Nikola Tesla shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, find the resonant frequency to, like, break apart the ground beneath the maximal ship. So, uh, And, yeah, she says, I, why does Wasp Waspinator gets, like, pissy? Remember? And he, like, goes, yeah. oh, you're not my real mom. And he, like, <laughs> flies away. Yeah. yeah, he just, like, leaves. And then Pterosaur uh, and Black Arachnia get in a little bit of a yeah, little yeah. bit of a hot contest. Pterosaur transforms and is all like, Megatron said dig, so start digging to Black Arachnia. Also she transforms. Trans yeah, she transforms. And she's got her back to him as she's talking because she's like kind of making a move for her gun. Yeah. Yeah. And she like whips her gun around and points it at him. And she's, and what does she say? She I'm, says, I'm the brains of this operation, not the brawn. Not the brawn. Yeah. And so what does Pterosaur do? He shrugs and then fucking eye lasers the rock. Uh, he shrugs the rock. and eye lasers the rock and it works. Yeah. It, like, widens the hole. Yeah. Yeah. When he could have just easily shrugged and then just, like, eye-lasered Black Arachnia. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, but she she had her gun pointed right at him. If he had eye-lasered her, he could have risked her pulling the trigger and him getting shot. Also, given the fact that these characters... Okay, the, like... <laughs> Given the fact that these characters have restoration chambers that can literally bring them back from the dead, like actually, yeah, like, like actually, Megatron, like Megatron was in pieces. Megatron was dead last week. Yeah, it showed the light of his eyes fade out. His head was not connected to his limbs. Yeah, yeah, he was dead, and also, they just they just brought him back. So it's like Pterosaur was fine when he didn't have his head. His head was intact and his body was intact but his head was ripped off and he was still able to fumble around and pick his head up and he was still able to speak and he was still able to like see out of his his eyes yeah so i so, guess what i'm saying is like there are no real stakes for these characters maybe it hurts just like a lot you know you don't want to be ripped in chunks we hear them cry out in pain all the time so True. Why? Why was I? Why? Why was I made to feel pain? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's again, it's one of those things that you 
that I'm only really noticing because I am an adult in his 30s and not an 11-year-old watching this anymore. Ah, what a time to be alive. The 90s, as a child. Oh, yes. Yeah, so we're in the ship, and we see a little, like, model of... Oh, yeah, it's like a 3D... It's like a little 3D model of Megatron in beast form. Yeah, the console is, like, shooting, like, lasers and making, like, a little, like, translucent... 3D model of Megatron in his beast form. Yeah. I think are there sounds? Is he even going like Rawr? uh he is, yeah. So <laughs> so basically this like little model is demonstrating a security system that Rhinox is developing. And he mentions something along the lines of uh the the first wave of the the attack will be like this kind of binding laser essentially then that will basically like tie them up through lasers. yeah i can't remember the exact term Th this show likes to make up terms and then never revisit those terms ever again <laughs> it sure does uh, plasma uh, coils let's say <laughs> yeah uh, um yeah and it shows these like yellow energy like ropes like yeah. wrap around the little digi megatron's like head and legs and like he like falls over trips and and falls over yeah well before he falls over it uh another gun uh shoots him to like knock him out and then oh right this like little shield thing goes over him right um, yeah and so this security system that rhinox is developing is called sentinel Mm-hmm. And so what I what I find interesting and it kind of that implies that it has its own little AI. Yes. Um what I find kind of interesting watching this show in production order is because there I'm noticing there is like a little bit of a loose narrative through line. So like Yes. So like a couple of weeks ago, uh the Predacons got their ass kicked because they had like no like close range defense system. Exactly. And, and so the following episode, we see Megatron is developing autocannons that are designed to attack Maximals. Yeah. Uh, and Cheetor spots that. And so now this week, the Maximals are developing a auto-defense system of their own at their base. A non-lethal one. A non-lethal one. Which Dinobot has a problem with. Which Dinobot, I also have a problem with it. But it's, <laughs> it's not because the same. You and Dinobot love death. It's not the same problem that Dinobot has with it, but I and I will bring it up when we get there. <laughs> okay. Um, who's there's a part where Rhinox is so smug. He like <laughs> like chuckles and like wags his head and Oh yeah, oh. yeah. Optimus says uh imp uh he says like oh impressive or something like that. Uh, you've done good work. And Rhinox is like, You said make the you do a better impression. <laughs> He's like, mm, You said make the brace impregnable. And he kind of like has this smug face. And he kind and of like, he like tilts his, his head. head. Yeah, he tilts his head back and forth <laughs> as he says it. He's like yeah. so proud of himself. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Yeah, so uh, Cheetor is all like, oh, Predacon signature, and Optimus brings up a 3D model on the console, 
And he's like, oh, it's Waspinator. That's the third Predacon we've seen in that area in the past few days. Something must be going on there. I'm going to go check it out. And then he's like, Cheetor, see if you can get in touch with Tigatron. And I'm like, ooh. I I love Tigatron. Yeah, another character. Uh, Am I wrong? We haven't seen him in a while either. Yeah, we just saw him when we first met him, when he woke up and decided to live in the wilderness. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So he's been, yeah, and that was like, that was episode five, I think. Yeah, so he's been gone for a while. Four episodes. Yeah, so Tigatron and Black Arachnia just mysteriously reappear in this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I think, do we cut to like Waspinator talking to himself? Yep. He's flying around in the air. I love his little rant. (laughs) His little, like, ranty monologue. His little, like, ranty monologue where he's like, Oh, Waspinator, true leader of the Predacons, Megatron will see one day. And I think at one point he even is like, Oh, Waspinator is the greatest. And I'm just like, aw. (laughs) Sweet summer child. (laughs) So precious. So precious. Um, Nobody is encouraging of him, and he's walked over, and he's just, like, talking to himself, talking. Oh, I think he says he's the greatest or something, and I'm like, yeah, uh, Waspinator. Uh, And it it cuts from his, like, little monologue down into the jungle, where he's, by the way, he's just flying in circles. Yeah, quite literally, just just flying in circles. And they saw that back at the Axelon. Because we see Tigatron on the ground in beast form, just sitting as a cat does, looking up in the air, and his head is tur- like turning back and forth, just like a cat's head when and they're he's following watching- him. Yeah, when they're watching a butt, like you ever watch a-, a real cat just like stare at a uh, like a fly buzzing around the room or something like that. They're like, animating they're- them really well in their beast mode. I've yeah, never- yeah. Um, and not... uh, there's a there's a twig that snaps yeah and tigatron like whips his head around and he says to optimus not many can sneak up on me like that yeah, and cause... he says yeah and he says um you should try hanging around rat traps sometime if you can stand him and i'm like dude ouch <laughs> dude <laughs> uh and optimus is like uh, how long's he been at that? Tigatron says something along the lines of like long enough to make my head spin, or yep, long enough to make my head spin or my head hurt. And he's like, "Should we take him out?" And Optimus goes, "Hmm, let me. What does he say? Like frazzle him, or let me, let me tail him, and let me like rile him up. See where he runs. To. Yeah, see see where he runs, and you you follow us on." on land and so he maximizes and this is really weird like this is the second time in like 15 seconds it's shown optimus be super stealthy i don't know how but he flies up by the way his jets make sound yeah (laughs) optimus's jets sound like 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 a jet pack and he comes up behind Waspinator, and Waspinator's like, oh, I am great. I'll show everyone. One day, <laughs> Megatron will will see that I am true leader of Predacon. And it just kind of shows, like, 
a gorilla, like this huge meaty gorilla, Palm, go forward and like tap him on the back. And he goes, oh, and he turns around and Optimus like tilts his head and he gives a dainty like, do you remember? He like daintily waves at him with his fingers. <laughs> so he Waspinator is surprised and he whips around and Optimus like waves his fingers at him like Waspinator the, yells. The, the music even does this like little oh, yeah. like, <laughs> piano thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does a little um, piano thing when he waves, like, it waggles his fingers at him. Yeah. And Waspinator, like, yells, Optimus Primal! And um, just, like, takes off. Doesn't transform, just tries to outrun Jetpack Optimus. Yeah. Uh, it then probably we... cuts back to the Axelon at this point. Yeah, we cut back to the uh, to the maximal base dinobot is basically all like oh uh, he's growling it shows a shot of his face and he goes useless yeah and he's all like danglers done guns yeah and he pushes away from the console and he yeah. bumps into like rhinox and rhinox is like oh <laughs> and oh which is interesting this is when i was like hey wait a second rhinox has all these sharp teeth on the front of him because it's like the underside of a presumably his rhinoceros mouth. Yeah. But when he's in his beast mode, he doesn't have sharp teeth. Oh, really? Yeah. Never noticed that. And I'm, and yeah, I was watching this. I'm like, wait a second. Those are all sharp teeth on his like mouth chest plate. But Rhinox doesn't have sharp teeth when he's in his rhino, rhinoceros form. So it's like spiky huh. front armor. Yeah, I just noticed that. I was like, wait a second. He doesn't have sharp teeth when he's... But Dinobot in both forms, he's got lots of like pointy, sharp teeth. Fashion over function? Or is it functional? Because when people back up into you, and make you go, <laughs> uh, maybe it pokes them in the back. Hey, that could be useful in the uh, the w- <laughs> in the world today. <laughs> yeah, the way things are, like, uh, stay away from me, poke. Well, he can't chest bump anybody, unfortunately. Damn. Yeah, so he's like, "Oh, this is useless. Um, we need to f- uh, fight." No, when they're in their battle mode, when a pre- when Predacons are in their battle mode, we have to respond with lethal measures. I think he says something a like le- that. A lethal threat demands That's a re- lethal response. What does Rhinox reply? Uh, I can't quite uh, remember, but he kind of... That's not how us Maximals do things, or something along those those lines. And uh, um, Rat Trap gets involved in the conversation, too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dinobot just says something along the lines of, like... Uh, you know these toys will not contain a uh, uh, a Predacon threat or something like that. Yeah, and then he goes to walk away, and Rat Trap's all like, "Oh, is that so? Eh, try this is on that for size." So, yeah, <laughs> is, or, is that so? Try this on for size. Chop a face. Something like that. Yeah, and he types a bunch of stuff into the console, presumably manually controlling one of the one of um, Sentinel's guns. Yeah, I assume. And so it targets uh, Dinobot and shoots a rope laser at him and bounds him up. A few rope lasers, or is it one <laughs> long one? I, I'm well, not quite sure. Uh, and he turns around in horror right before these things wrap around him. <laughs> yeah. And these uh, energy ropes shoot out of the gun. 
They're yellow energy ropes. They shoot out of the gun. They lasso his legs yeah, and his shoulders and then, like, his arms to his torso. And he goes, rah, and he, like, falls over. Yeah. And so Rhinox is, yeah. Rat, Rattrap's uh, all laughing and smirking to himself. He's like, he's like, oh, maybe, uh, maybe Preds ain't as lethal as they think. And then... He- yeah, and then we hear Dinobot be all like, Ooh. "Yeah, he kind and of we, like Super Saiyans out of the." Yeah, we cut back bonds. to him, and he's just like fucking rage. I love when Dinobot just absolutely fucking loses it. I gotta say, when he just starts screaming and being yeah. feral. Yeah, when he's just like so like incredibly pissed off. Yeah, so he goes Super Saiyan two, and he like yells just, his way. And he just busts, busts right out of it. <laughs> yeah, we both use the. You could tell we grew up in the same age because we both say he busts out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he busts out of these yellow ropes, and they just disintegrate. Like he gets out in like five seconds. I, I remember uh, when I uh, the first time I watched this, or not the first time, but like the first time in the past week when I watched this episode, which I think I watched it back on Monday or Tuesday, and when Dinobot just uh, broke free just through sheer strength just like yelling in rage i was like i was like oh it's dope <laughs> myself hey when you have one card you you play it every game yeah or so when he, when you so, only have a hammer or a drill rapier which is what uh dinobot has so when he, he breaks charges the, at rat trap with his drill rapier yeah and he turns the drill rapier over to a downward stabbing yeah like mode. a stabbing motion rather than like a a jousting or a fencing yeah. motion he charges at Rattrap, <laughs> and then Rattrap moves over well and... first he actually like pushes rhinox out of the way yeah well that's yeah, like, what i pushes him out getting at, yeah oh yeah sorry <laughs> he, like, he... which i'm surprised because rat traps one-fifth the size of rhinox like actually yeah so I was like, oh, how did he do that? <laughs> he uh, bravely pushes Rhinox out of the way, as if Rhinox was ever in the target of Dinobot's <laughs> wrath. I know, I found that kind of strange. It's like, Dinobot's not going for Rhinox, man. <laughs> He's coming for you. No, he, yeah. Like, if anything, you should be running away. Yeah, and after pushing Rhinox out of the way, I think he just kind of, like, action rolls out of the way, or ducks or something. Yeah. And lo and behold, Dinobot stabs through the the console. Most of his drill rapier slams right into it, obviously oh, breaking completely. it. Yeah, and it's like, we even see yellow electricity come out of it. It's like hilt deep. Yeah, we see a yellow electricity come out, and he yells in pain as it shocks him, and then it yeah. stops for a moment. And you're like, oh, I guess that's not so bad. And then after a brief pause, it electrocutes him again, even harder, exploding and knocking him like away and slamming him into like a corner of the the room and then his head just like does this continuous like 360 twirl. oh that's right his head spins yeah <laughs> has has it shown his head spinning before yes in uh beast wars part two when him and optimus were fighting on the bridge and optimus like that's right punched him in the face with uh uh the hilt of his saber the yeah, the hilt of his like back saber thing. His head spun around a couple of times, and then his jaw looked like it kind of separated. <laughs> yeah, so apparently their heads can come off and spin. 
when it's humorous. <laughs> um, Only and, for comedic effect, though. And Rhinox is... I wish he had said, what? <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, uh, there's like an error with Sentinel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, alarms are going off. And we're like on full red alert and a boy, a male voice is like Sentinel active acquiring targets. And it starts showing 3D models of, <laughs> yeah. of all of the Maximals and Rat Trap's like, oh, well, Rhinox, turn it off. <laughs> yeah, he just says, well, Rhinox, turn it off. And he says, I can't. The, the console's scrapped. Thanks to you and Dinobot. And then he's like... Uh, what about the friend or foe recognition? Or, uh, yeah, yeah, Rhinox is like, Sentinel is active and thinks we're targets. We gotta get out of here. And right. Rattrap's like, oh, well, what about that uh, friend or foe program? He's like, that's what I was working on when you pulled this stunt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because earlier, uh, Rhinox... Optimus asks Rhinox, I wanted to bring this up. Um, he says, how soon till it's ready? And Rhinox says, oh, about three or four megacycles. And Optimus says, good. How long is a megacycle? I've always thought it was an hour. Uh, I thought a cycle was an hour. Or is a cycle like 15 minutes? I think a cycle is a minute. Or a... Okay, I don't know, because... <laughs> so, skipping ahead a little bit, later on, there's a scene involving Tigatron and Black Arachnia, and uh, she's all like, oh, it's going to blow in 15 cycles, and then they have a battle. She says 15 cycles? Yeah. Oh, that makes it seem like it's short. Like, seconds. Because, like, the battle they have is oh, short. Oh, I didn't, I didn't and he's all, that. And he's all like, oh, well, then allow me to return it. Uh, spoilers for the for later for like 10 minutes later in for the like episode. 10 minutes later um <laughs> oh i didn't realize she said uh cycles interesting yeah so that that way we can measure them yeah so maybe cycles are minutes or maybe the the show i i think writers <laughs> i i think the uh the actual answer is that they're just not consistent about this kind of thing <laughs> That they want to make up new words for things that have no definition. Yeah. And uh, there are different like, writers uh, for different episodes. Like a Giga Bummer. <laughs> Giga Bummer. Which <laughs> is a thing Cheetor says in this episode that made me laugh. But he Giga doesn't bummer. say it yet. Because what is going on right now is an alarm is going off in the maximal base. And... Oh, Rhinox says, yeah, we need to get out of and... here. He's Cheetor, like, Cheetor, help Dinobot. Cheetor, help Dinobot. Cheetor kneels next to Dinobot, and I'm like, Dinobot is twice his mass. <laughs> like, I'm like, are you going to help him? That would be like me How are helping. You going to help him? <laughs> How? Th th thank you. That would be like, it'd be like, uh, Cal, help Kane from the <laughs> WWE right. up from the ground. I can tell you, I am not helping a 300 pound, seven foot tall man. Off of the ground. <laughs> I'm in shape, but I he's getting up on his own accord. Yeah. So it shows him kneeling down, and I'm like, what is what's Cheetor gonna do here? I because <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's just going to add provide moral support. <laughs> Pat him on the <laughs> shoulder and be like, Come on, buddy, we gotta get out of here. Yeah, I we mean make like a cat and shake a tail. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it says, um, 
what is what does Rhinox say? We have to yeah, we have to get out of here. And Rat Trap is like, no can do. You gotta be a rap you gotta make like a raptor and bring the velocity. Oh nice. It's time to make like a raptor and bring the velocity. Did you just think about that? I did, yeah. That's why I kind of uh, went silent. I was like, I, I was like, there's there's gotta be some kind of joke in there. <laughs> there's gotta you, you need to write for 1996 uh beast wars just uh, walk up on the set and go yo and like open up like a little book <laughs> with cheetor quips and they'll like you're hired <laughs> i just gotta i i gotta walk up onto the set i gotta go back in time and walk up I say onto the, the set s- as if <laughs> <laughs> i gotta walk into the white writer's room yeah like before Where everyone's ep- like drinking Bef- whiskey and smoking <laughs> <laughs> before this episode was written and just walk in with shades and like a backward baseball cap trying to pretend I'm like a youth in 1996 and just be like, yo, giga bummer guys. You're hired. When can you start? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So rat traps, like after Rhinox orders them out, he says like, no can do. I'm the one that caused this mess. So I have to fix it. And he changes into his beast mode. As the ship's like firing plasma, little plasma shots at everyone. Yeah. And you what, Rat, what Rattrap says is, I'm the one who uh, turned this thing on. Now I've got to be the one who turns it off. Yeah. He, uh, he enters like a little vent yeah. on the bridge, like takes like a little grating off and crawls inside. And this is interesting. As it shows Rattrap, uh, I can't quite remember what he says to himself. He's like, man. I almost sound like Optimus Pinhead back there. Yes, that's what he says. And I'm like, <laughs> man, they're digging at each other today behind each other's back. Optimus, I almost sounded like Optimus Pinhead back there. And then as he's going down the tunnel, it does a really weird transition. And we now pull the camera view pulls out of Rhinox's mouth as he's yelling, rat trap like really loudly and dramatically (laughs) and then he's getting shot at and then he just does this awkward like exit stage right (laughs) (laughs) yeah he kind of just notices that the gun's been shooting at him rhinox is very wide by the way everyone like he's he's huge he barely fits down the hallways of the axelon and so he's like huh and he just like looks up and notices the turrets like trying to shoot at him and kind of just he just like Pieces turns down the hallway. He just like turns slight. He just turns slightly turns to his right and then just zips <laughs> away. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He does just slip off the corner of the, the screen uh, again. We brought this up. Where's the only place we've seen them come and go on the ship? The elevator, that little platform. Yep. And where yep. is it? It's on the bridge. But it shows them run down the hallways away from the bridge. So I like how the they've never really shown us where this alternative presumably there's some sort of cargo bay in the back of the ship like a ramp but i mean yeah. it never shows us that no and the next time we see them they're in front of the ship <laughs> they're in front <laughs> of the ship and i'm like hey you guys didn't go down the elevator <laughs> and there's like there's like like a it's kind of precariously over like a canyon the the axelon so how did they get in front of the ship is there like a little yeah. rock bridge like a reused asset of that like rocky <laughs> rocky bridge i think there is yeah right in front of the axelon so presumably they 
they crossed that. Yeah, that that rock bridge that got blown up on that fateful day in, during Beast Wars Part Two, and then it's uh, it's snowy cousin. It's clone. His <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> snowy cousin was powdered away. Was powdered away during uh, Fallen Comrades. Yeah, I, I can't wait for them them uh, to see some sort of like rock bridge <laughs> in like a jungle. Or near a waterfall or something. It'll happen, I'm sure. Do we show we them think. at the front of the Axelon yet? Or do no, we, we transition to the Predacons? We, oh no, Tigatron. We, yeah, we transition to Tigatron running on the side of a uh, uh, of a mountain uh, chasing. He's running along. Yeah, he's running along the side. Oh, yeah, he's chasing Waspinator, and Optimus is in the air chasing Waspinator, and they're like beside a cliff, like. Uh, yeah. cliffside yeah and waspinator like takes a tight corner because optimus is right behind him tigatron's a little ways in the back and he just disappears like waspinator's gone and optimus is following him with his jets and he just comes straight face to face with a wall has a surprised look and then like pulls up to, to dodge the wall and he kind of like looks up and he's approaching the the top of the cliff it kind of juts out a little bit like it comes out farther than the cliff wall and he tries to pull away from it. It clips him. He yells out an incredible pain and he starts flipping, but then he immediately stabilizes himself and he's fine. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, I guess it didn't hurt that much. Huh? But then he starts Ma shorting out. Yeah. So he, he has to land and he transforms into his gorilla form. Um, right. As Mid -air. He's down midair, yeah. which is cool. I was going to say that actually looks really cool. He's transforming just as he's touching, like right before he he touches the ground. So he kind of lands, bends his knees, and lands in his like gorilla form. And I'm like, that was cool. I, been, I like we've that. Been, we've been talking about the uh, the animator showing off for the past couple of weeks, and like, I'm glad feel, you noticed that. I I feel like this is another example of that. They do a really good job at like how Optimus stands, and like how he like composes himself and his uh his facial animation. Yeah. And he lands right in front of Tigatron. And I think he says, oh, I lost him. He disappeared into thin air. And Tigatron like, looks out over the horizon. And it's just like jungle. There's a river. There's mountains. Um, you know, crummy PlayStation 1 era like graphics, like jungle, way, way down beneath them. So they're very, they're very high up. And I think Tigatron says, uh, oh, no, the, but the, I can. These textures are way better than PS1 graphics that's fair it's, actually it's from that's that true. It's from that era but like the the uh quality is much higher uh that that was that yeah i wasn't being fair it's <laughs> you could tell it's 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 a jungle and tiger actually says, actually i would say the cgi in this show looks more like um in game from like early ps2 games ps yeah ps2 yeah, yeah i could see yeah. that and which again ahead of its time I would argue. I mean, they were, they they were. I remember Sony uh, uh, hyping up, as they called it, Toy Story graphics in games, which uh, definitely, yeah, the PS2 did definitely not do the fucking PS3 didn't even do that. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, so um, he trans Optimus transformed midair and kind of like lands in his gorilla form. And he says, I lost him. He just disappeared into thin air. And Tigatron surveys the, the scene and he goes, he's close. I can still smell him. 
Right, right. And then Optimus, he suddenly has this like little chip thing on his arm, and he gets like a little. Um, it's not a message from any of the Maximals. It's a message from the ship, I think. Is it like Sentinel, like messaging him? Oh yeah, yeah. It yeah, because it's like a, a male computerized voice, and it says, um, "One remaining, or the, an enemy has like infiltrated the the ship, Sentinel online, or something, something like that." And I'm like, "Oh, cool." He gets like he gets like pinged when the when the Sentinel system comes online. That's handy. Yeah, and Optimus is like Sentinel, and Tigatron's like, "Who is Sentinel?" Who is Sentinel? And he's like, oh, it's our new defense system, but it shouldn't be online yet. And Tigatron's like, perhaps it would be better if you return to base. Yes, perhaps it would. And um, and Optimus is like, you're right. I'll send somebody. Uh, I'll send reinforcements immediately. And Tigatron kind of like is like a low growl and he goes yeah he gets mad seemingly gets kind of mad yeah he kind of gets like mad and he goes um i need no assistance uh i prefer to prowl alone and it cuts to optimus's gorilla face and he kind of has this like (laughs) amused like like happy face and he says understood or something along those lines tigatron yeah yeah, Tigatron leaves, Optimus uh, uh, transforms, and his internal oh, computer yeah. is his like... His little computer says something to him. Yeah, he's like, Energon dampener is at 15%. Recommend uh, transforming back to beast mode. Yeah, and that's Optimus interesting. Is like, Optimus is like, oh, I'll well... I'll have to chance I'll, it? I'll have to chance... Yeah, I'll have to chance it. And that's he was interesting. Like, Jets on, maximum burn maximum burn that is interesting because that means even that short time that he was transformed as a gorilla it there it did kind of like i guess they because they have a certain kind of amount of time they can be in their robot forms before they have to go in beast forms even that little bit kind of like recharged him enough to give him like i don't know at least 15 percent and uh he's like i'll have to chance it uh which at first, I'm like, well, why does it matter? You'll just start short-circuiting and change anyway. But this is Optimus, and he's flying through the air. <laughs> so that, that line makes sense, because he can't transform in the air. Or if he starts to yeah. short-circuit, if he doesn't get to the ground quick, he'll just kind of like, uh, what's it called again? When they, like, Energon build-ups, and they, they like, surge? Uh, they just kind of, I, like, start Energon, spasming. Energon surge. Yeah, they start like spasming, and there's nothing they could do at that point, I, I, unless you're getting jacked from the energon <laughs> juice. <laughs> I, I kind of wonder like, when exactly they start shorting out. Is it like when they're it's never actually shown? No, they've always transformed never... in time. And it's never. Well, I just mean like when they actually start shorting out. It's like how how low do their energon dampeners need to be? Like, is it like ten percent right. when they're at ten percent? That's when they start shorting out. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think it's ever shown anybody like refuse to change and for them to go into stasis lock. Go into stasis lock. Yeah, I don't think they've shown that yet. Not yet. No. So he maximum I, I can't burns think of a and he pieces out. Instance, but I'm I'm sure it happens at some point in the show. Hey, well, yeah, we we'll find if we'll find out if it does or it doesn't. I think before we go anywhere else, it kind of follows Tigatron. 
or do we go back to somewhere else? We go back to the maximal base and see the uh, the maximals fleeing. They're right from the front of the base, even though they did right? not exit. Thank you. <laughs> even though they did not exit from the the bridge elevator platform on the bridge. No. And there is like a a waterfall or like a river or a canyon, but separating the front of their ship, yeah, and the the bulk of it, the the rest of it. So it's kind of funny for me, and I'm like, hold up, guys, <laughs> you didn't exit that way. Come on. <laughs> but I mean, again, I'm sure 11 year old me did not notice. Uh, I can definitely say 11 year old me did not notice. <laughs> uh, so, I think the shields go up. Yeah, Sentinel puts a shield around the ship. That's yeah, um, like a green, like energy barrier. Yeah, and Rhinox and Cheetor exchange some dialogue about Rattrap being stuck on the ship still, and then Dinobot is all like, "It seems you built a better mousetrap." That's right. Yeah, it seems you've built a better mousetrap, and it um it cuts it zooms in on like Rhinox looking kind of disturbed do we get some rat trap time yeah the uh so we zoom in to the ship to a to oh a view of the camera yeah the yeah, surveillance, surveillance camera uh, and we yeah, it's like rat black trap. and white and staticky as it's like scanning yeah we spot rat trap in event <laughs> that's oh i love this i love this so much so the camera um actually has like a little boop 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 and it like puts a little red square in uh one of the hallway ceilings yeah, and so it's detected uh, the intruder rat trap, and rat trap's like looking down out of a vent, and this liquid comes around the corner. It's like a weird energy field liquid that it's blue, bright blue, um, and it comes around the corner down the hallway. Do you remember what rat trap calls it? He's I like don't. no fr- no friction uh, liquid, and he goes Rhinox, no friction liquid, really, and he. <laughs> the the grate in the vent he like tosses it onto the liquid and it floats by the way even though oh, it's metal zero friction Z- zero friction <laughs> liquid and then he's yeah he's like this stuff is strictly for amateurs come on rhinox come on rhinox and this is so apparently this is a very dense liquid because he drops the metal like looks like a steel like grate onto the liquid and it floats and then he jumps down and lands on it and like 90s cool guy surf music starts playing <laughs> yeah <laughs> and rat yeah rat trap lands on it and he starts even kind of like, up, like surf starts he has his hands it. out like he's yeah. like balancing and he even like switches his like stance like his feet like back and forth yeah uh, what what quip does he say or does he just surf for a while until that net appears? He's like, this uh, This ain't a security uh, system. It's a gym just for guys like me. <laughs> it's a gym just for guys like me. And this yellow like volleyball net, energy volleyball net appears. Yeah. And, and he just jumps over it. He, he jumps like, over like a Bart Simpson move. The does great like somersaults. Does somersaults. The great just goes <laughs> underneath the net in the liquid. Yeah. And he lands on the other side onto the solid hallway, which curiously doesn't have any of the zero friction liquid. 
Maybe the net was catching it. But it shows it on the other side of the net. It's like, well, this is as far as this liquid will go. <laughs> Nobody will get past this net. <laughs> this is as far as we go, boys. And then it cuts back to Sentinel looking at him. And is like through one of the uh, security cameras, the black and white security cameras. And it yeah. shows him scurry away. Well, uh, Sentinel starts oh, shooting sorry. at him. I forgot so the he... fireballs. Yeah, yeah. There are so fireballs. Start... <laughs> so it shoots at him a few times. Uh, and he does this whole like, oh, and one and two and three and four, like basically doing one like. One and two and three and feel the like... boing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically doing like a roll. For some reason, there's a vent and it's shooting fireballs in a straight line at him, but they're like a little bit to the left and a little bit to the right. And he's like doing like aerobics and going and yeah. one and two and three and dodge. Feel the boyne. Feel the boyne as he like these <laughs> fireballs like go right over top of him. And, and he's even like it even like zooms in on his butt as he like shakes his tail. He's like one shaking time. his like <laughs> tail to like the side and like having fun. You'll yeah. have to do better than that, Sentinel. This is child's play. And yeah, and then it cuts to sent one of Sentinel's black and white cameras. As he's and running away. It shows him running down a hall like a rat like a very like rat, like his haunches like bouncing. And he goes around the corner and then he peeks his head from around the corner and waves at the camera. And then it does that thing again. <laughs> yeah. That very like Looney Tunes type thing. It was a very Looney Tunes sound effect, like high pitched little like piano keys. Yeah. Uh, so we're from there. We, we cut to Tigatron walking around, uh, sniffing the air, sniffing the air. And he says, he, um, the, the trail ends here. Even yeah. though Waspinator wasn't walking. But <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think Waspinator of that. Waspinator was flying and he's sniffing the ground and he's like, hmm, his trail ends here. And I'm like, hold up. That's not how <laughs> things in the air, their smells don't linger. There, there's wind. But anyways, <laughs> hmm, his, his, his trail ends here. And he turns and he looks at the wall and he like but very anyway, carefully... When we were 11. <laughs> when we were 11. Uh, he, like, very carefully reaches out with one of his big, like, like kitty paws. And he, like, touches the wall. And it kind of, like, phases through. And he goes, huh? And he kind of, like, slowly walks and goes through the, this, like, like, uh, like, hologram, like, wall. It looks just like the rest of the wall. But it ripples as he goes through, like, liquid. Even though yeah. it's a it's a projector, <laughs> and it makes this like kind of amusing, like whoop, 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 wobbly sound. Yeah, star <laughs> stargateish sound. And then he kind of turns and he looks at straight up. It's just a projector, and he says, "Ah, a hollow projector. Clever." Yeah. And I'm like, "Hold up! I thought this bro had amnesia." <laughs> Right? Remember, like, something happened, like, a cir his... Oh, well, no, been... my partner pointed out his memory wasn't fried. His personality circuit was wiped. Right? He... Remember, there's, like, memory chips and personality circuits and emotion chips and there's different parts of their personality. Yeah. So I guess technically he could know what it, his... He, can, he has his memories as a maximal. He does also, uh, in the episode that introduced uh introduced him he 
uh, talked about like waiting, wanting to live in the wild while his circuits repaired themselves. You're right. So maybe he's and he, he's been gone for four weeks now, presumably. Uh, yeah, he's uh, been gone for mo- weeks or months. So he's, been go- is- so he's been gone for a month now and hasn't been seen since. But so presumably he's kind of got more of his head, more of a head on his shoulders about things at this point. Yeah, he's because it's it's shown us already very early, in fact, that they have systems in place or maybe nanobot like little tiny nanobots. I'm not sure, but like they can self repair. Yeah. Yeah. They can, they can heal. Well, yeah, including they, mental trauma. <laughs> well, yeah, if only. Yeah, when they go into beast mode, there uh, it's been established already that their beast forms conduct uh, internal repairs. Mm-hmm. I think Beast Wars Part Two, like directly told us that Rhinox yeah. was like, um, "How are the internal or, or how's the uh, how's the damage?" And Optimus replies like, "Oh, my internal repairs are almost complete." Yeah. Yeah, so it makes sense that maybe they can fix their heads too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh he stops and he kind of gets down, like very much like a like a predatory cat would, and he kind of growls because there's a light coming around the corner. He's in a cave now. And this is so weird. It it's shown them a couple times in this episode, but like I, I think it's kind of genius. This little tiny robotic like insect with like a head that looks like a light bulb comes around the corner like, yeah just like, like a weird insect robot insect light yeah it's pretty rad like it is it, it's yeah i like that it's clever and then you just kind of can you imagine having one of those going camping yeah if, if they responded to like certain orders like hey just walk around like uh in a radius of 20 feet around the camp yeah and it just kind of like illuminated the area that'd be that'd be rad or and it's so, like if you if you got to go to the outhouse, like it just follows, like doesn't follow you, but like it walks ahead of you, like. Oh yeah, like hey, uh, head to the out outpost and stay six feet in front of me. Yeah, that that'd be cool. I mean, yeah. a flashlight is probably cheaper, <laughs> <laughs> but not nearly but not as cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's not cool. And this little uh, flashlight bug walks by, and he just observes it, and then a smaller one is following the bigger one as if like the real insects like that was like the mama flashlight bug and it has a baby flashlight bug and i was like huh so yeah okay. so the so these uh flashlight bug bots have reproductive capabilities or or they just made them different sizes so they could get or they're different sizes so they can get into different sized cre- crevasse crevices i I don't know. So we and Tigatron just observes them calmly and goes, huh. <laughs> and he walks deeper. And we we cut back from here, we cut back to the maximal base. And yes. the maximals are all still in robot form and they're, they're shooting their base. They're, they're, yeah, they're they're shooting at the shield the Sentinel has put up. Cheetor's like force. Cheetor's firing his uh his uh plasma brain gun thingy. Um yeah it it has like intestines or brains as like it's it's like skin around the base of the gun and i've always thought that was kind of even as a kid i was like i don't like that 
I actually thought about it, and um, on the toy, the gun is actually the gun is the stomach of the figure when he's in beast form. Oh, it tucks into his like yeah abdomen. Yeah, makes sense. It's his intestines. Yeah, makes sense. It's kind of it's weird. Where he stores his gun. It's a it's a weird visual, and it's like why why yeah, is because that some necessary? of the toys came out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the toy, like you said, um, the show was made after, like the toy line came out. Yeah, like the uh, the I think the toys first launched either in late '95 or early '96, and the show. Oh, they weren't uh, that far away then. Yeah, and the show uh, launched in September '96. So. Oh, they were, that was pretty close. So they're all firing. Uh, Dinobot is eye lasering, shooting yep. his green eye lasers. Uh, is is Rhinox firing like a plasma pistol or is he shooting his like gat? He he's using his chain gun. He's using his little chain gun with the little twirly sp- uh spiral blades on it. Yeah. And it's not doing anything. Yeah, he's like uh, yeah, and he's even like hold it, like we can't blast our way through. But then they start shorting out from the energon. Which and then Cheetor Cheetor helpfully <laughs> points out that the the energon fields are making us short out. We yeah, I'm like short. we don't need to we we know <laughs> Cheetor. Like we're we're almost 10 episodes in. Oh yeah. man, but every once in a while you got to remind the kids that they can't stay robots forever. Yeah, if this is, you know, a, a kid's first episode, it's it Yeah, a kid might be like why why do they have to change? Yeah. So, yeah, oh, the energon field, we got to transform. And I think on the subject says, on the subject of them transforming, um, I I don't know if I've pointed this out in the podcast yet, but I Rhinox will say clapping. <laughs> no, uh, I will say um, the notion of them having beast forms somehow protecting them from energon fields, energon radiation. It's kind of silly. What? But what? How but dare what I, you? But what I like <laughs> about it is that even though that doesn't seem terribly realistic or believable, what I do like is that it gives them, it necessitates them having an alternate form on this planet, and it rather than just blending in to trick humans. Yes, and it also gives them a reason to have to transform. Exactly, and that is a very good plot mechanic. They yeah. can't just stay robots forever and fight forever. And a lot of battles, even the one-sided ones, they end early because they're like, oh no, we have to transform. Yeah. So it's kind of a very good plot mechanic to prevent one side from just outgunning and destroying the other or either side from engaging for too long yeah so it means you got to make your time outside of your base or at least um the axelon in the axelon it shows them chilling in their robot form all the time and yeah, as we've yeah. discussed before we're pretty sure that there's damp there's energon dampeners in the ship that mean they can stay in their robot form or in the very least be in their robot form for an extended period yeah so the so yeah uh yeah long story short i think the uh uh i think their beast forms them having beast forms is a due to the uh 
energon radiation on the planet i i think it's a neat plot device it's scientifically sound too (laughs) i i do like that plot device and watching this as an adult i'm like that's actually really smart that's clever i'm gonna rip that off for for uh one of my ideas in the future i'm sure oh we can't we have to pull back um the krypton kryptonian exposure is like too high i i don't know (laughs) imagine a villain uh, like a vampirish like villain who could only be in the sun so long before having to like transform into like i don't know like a bat or an animal but while he was when it's nighttime or while he's in his like true form he was like more powerful than like many other superheroes Except he just like sucks with when the sun's out, <laughs> and not sucks as in he sucks blood. He sucks as in you know. He's Sometimes I accidentally make puns, <laughs> <laughs> and other people have to point them out to me. This happens very frequently. Somebody will like nudge my shoulder and go, "Ha ha, good one," and I go, "Yeah." And I just like stare off into oblivion, <laughs> trying to think of like what joke I accidentally made. Yeah, that that uh, that hilarious uh, joke that I just made was pretty funny. Hey, I'm accidentally yeah. funnier <laughs> um, and more clever by accident than I ever am on, on purpose. I feel like unless you're a professional comedian uh, who their trade is to workshop jokes essentially until they are funny uh i feel like unless you're that accidental humor is much more amusing than trying to be funny (laughs) okay okay that's that's fair my favorite is sometimes it'll be like a day later or hours later and i'll be like oh that's why brian laughed at that joke I didn't even realize I accidentally made a pun. Like it'll, or I'll just, it'll just completely go over my head. And then you go to him and you're like, Hey, remember when I made that joke? And he's I like, I just no. got it. <laughs> or he's, he's like, like, Oh, he's like, kind no. of. <laughs> no, no. And I'm like, well, I just got it. High five. <laughs> and he's like, um, okay. <laughs> High five, man. Whatever you say. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I was hoping you would. Uh, oh, does Optimus show up yet at the ship, or does that? Yeah, he he shows up just after they transform, and he does his whole. He's shorting out as well, and he does his whole like landing, transforming thing again. They're, again, they're showing off. They're like, "Hey, we just figured out how to like smoothly like make him land in gorilla form." Let's yeah. do it again. <laughs> kind of like with the uh, falling off of cliffs thing they did last, let's, last let's, episode. Let's do it again, but this time let's mirror the character model. So it looks like he's <laughs> doing it from the other side. Let's do it again, but mirror. He's doing it the other way. His legs are spinning the other way. Yeah. So he lands and... Oh, and geez. he's all he's all like basically like oh what's going on I got an alert from Sentinel that there's an intruder, right? Uh, 
and Rhinox is <laughs> like, oh, the the intruder is rat trap. He's trapped inside. And Cheetor's like, oh, well, if we don't figure out how to get him out, then he's toast. He's going to be cat food. <laughs> I, I See, we can write for Cheetor. <laughs> oh, Rhinox had tried at one point to communicate to Rat Trap on the inside. And he says, it's no use. Sentinels scrambling our comms. I forgot about that little part. Yeah. Yeah, just inconsequential. But when we jump, I think we jump back down to Tigatron in the cave, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to jump back <laughs> into the cave with Tigatron. I'm looking at video right now. Uh, see where we are. Uh, <laughs> where we actually are is uh, Rat Trap crawling through a Jeffrey's tube, essentially. Oh, uh, we do get some Rat Trap action first. Yeah, so he's crawling through a Jeffrey's tube, leaps out of it, and grabs onto a ladder because he sees down at the down at the bottom of this maintenance chute type thing is more of that like energy water stuff that he went uh well actually actually it's it's not because a little ways into this elevator shaft scene um he says it's like a, a dampening field like it's like a an energy like wave that's like coming up or something especially oh, yeah, as yeah. it rises past him when he goes into that little side vent it's not water. It's just like a weird, like undulating, like energy field. Right. But bad. but uh, I don't. I don't <laughs> care. I can barely remember the the scene order. Uh, it honestly, the editors do a good job of jumping back and forth between like different scenes in the show. So when we're recollecting it, uh, unless we do have like an episode in the background, it's kind of easy to focus on oh now we're going to go to tigatron right so even though tigatron scenes are like three scenes it all feels very smooth and like run together same as like rat trap you could right. it almost be easier if we we just talked about like one scene at a time but it that that breaks the meanwhile flow of of the show right meanwhile on beasties meanwhile on beasties yeah, that's right. He's crawling and a little he looks down. There's like a blue energy field coming up and he looks up and there's just straight up a crossbow with like paintball, like round yeah. like ant balls. And he says he actually knows what they're called. He says, "Really like Rhinox uh, or really Sentinel? Um you're going to send like a, a it's either a, like a stasis field or a dampening field and I cannot remember. It's it he has a sci-fi name for the the crossbow that shoots balls. And as he's crawling up, the crossbow thing shoots him and it explodes. Like it hits him right like head on and explodes and knocks his ass all the way down or halfway down the, the elevator shaft. He transforms mid-fall. This is actually kind of cool. Yeah, he, he transforms mid-fall, flips around, and then straight up does a Sam Fisher. Yes. <laughs> like one leg out in front one leg behind and it like he's he's a transformer he's made of metal and like sparks happen as he like slows and stops his like descent and he kind of like shrugs his shoulders and he's like really sentinel y you should know you're no match for me it's funny that he's talking to sentinel but he's talking to the <laughs> the viewer and he's like uh what does he say he's like i'm made for uh infiltration and shoot what does he say here he says <laughs> I'm made for like infiltration, spying, and 
demolitions. And like okay, this part so I'm, look, is so... I'm looking at it. Uh, I'm watching the video now with closed caption. He's like, keep it up, Sentinel. You don't stand a chance. Yeah. I'm a stealth <laughs> fighter, a master marksman, and a demolitions expert. Yes, and a demolitions expert. I forgot about the master marksman, expert marksman. And he opens up one of his like iconic little like forearm. Yeah devices and he pulls out this like little square c4 looking kind of explosives and he like art like winds up and just tosses it up into the um the vent where this this gun is yeah. aiming at him huge fiery explosion by the way the fire looks real like <laughs> the fx team did <laughs> did a great job on the fire so he just blows up part of the ship thanks i guess and <laughs> I, also, I I, it. also, I will point out here that uh, there is a little bit of continuity going on because we established in last week's episode that Rattrap is indeed a demolitions guy, and that's why Optimus took him to the floating island to blow it up. Yep. Or not floating island, floating mountain. See, even I did it. <laughs> <laughs> not a floating and island, floating it, mountain. It makes sense, but I paused it here. And I, t- I turned to my partner and I was like, how would, how is that better than just using his gun? <laughs> I'm like, why did, th- not only did that take longer, you blew up part of the ship, bro. And then right. after blowing that up and being like smug with himself, three more crossbow machines pop out of the walls and aim at him yeah, and start firing at him. And he yeah. lets go mid fall, mid fall down this like little, like, ladder shaft he pulls out his gun and shoots all three so yes he is a master marksman as well why didn't you just shoot the first one your gun would have already been out but whatever sometimes when you do a mission when you're playing hitman or or metal metal gear solid you want to use the things you brought i understand you have an explosive you want to use it anyways mid-fall he shoots these other three crossbows out of the air and then catches the ladder and says something like, uh, not today, Sentinel, and like crawls into this side um, side vent again. Yeah. And the, it, the camera's looking at him front. He's, then he's, he's, he's in his uh, rat form. Man, I'm bumbling my words. He's in his rat form. And he's in his robot form. He's in his, <laughs> same thing, really. He's in his rat bot form. He's in his rat bot form and the camera can look behind him and that like dampening field goes up behind him, but doesn't like enter the, the vent he's in. And then he insults. That was kind of weird. Yeah. Cause I thought it was liquid as well. So it wasn't also, the same like, as the, if but you also. Look, if you uh, look behind rat trap, look at the texture of uh, the wall inside the, the vent. It's like, it's rippling. actually, yeah, it's actually like kind of morphed it in a way. Where yeah, like it, there's a light coming from the dampening field underneath it that's different than the light above it, and it makes it look like it. It. What did you say? Warped the wall well, or something? Yeah, and it like it honestly almost look. It, it almost has like a texture to it that kind of looks like molten lava, but is blue. Yes. Like you can see the underside of it, yeah, and it looks like blue molten. It, you know what it probably is? It's the um the skin or the 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 animation effect for the lava in the dark side 
on the Predacon yeah. ship, but just oh. colored blue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what it seems <laughs> <Probably>. like. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so like, the blue like, energy well, we got the, They're like, we got this asset, so let's just use that. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, so he dodges the the blue line, and he goes uh, scuttling down this little this little vent now. And now we cut back to Tigatron. That is right. And Tigatron, he sees all three of the Predacons um, by this big crack in the wall. And they, he gets the drop on them, and he kind of like goes behind a pillar. And I, I love this. I, I can't remember what they're arguing about. There's some, some, oh, Waspinator's like, no, we must deal with Optimus first. Also, I find it kind of funny in this scene that now uh, Black Arachnia is the one fucking with the uh, with the the device, her invention, as she calls oh, it. Is she the one messing with it? Yeah, now she's the one messing with it. <laughs> Which I just oh, that's right. It shows her kind of trying to wedge it. Yeah, and I, man, I love this because we have already talked about this. It's like, oh, um. When you maximize or or terrorize, if you say it quietly, does that mean that that maybe you transform quietly? Apparently, you can just straight up say um, stealth mode. You could just yeah. say like um, Tigatron maximize stealth mode. So there's a stealth mode. They've never <laughs> they've never shown that. They've just shown Cheetor being like quiet, being like Cheetor maximize, and I think it's shown someone else be quiet too but they've never said stealth mode which i find really amusing you gotta also, give also what i find amusing here is when tigatron is sneaking around this is great <laughs> from pillar to pillar in this like quiet like like a looney tune sprint. you can hear his like metal legs <laughs> <laughs> and just like he... the the dialogue that's going on in the background between the predacons is very much like uh, how to describe it it's very much like petty bullshit it's very much like oh we are talking about things we are talking about things that <laughs> will be heard it's, we're talking yeah, it's... about things out loud oh Exi this isn't a bomb you idiot <laughs> this is a right <laughs> like yeah, yeah. narrating all the information that tigatron needs to know about what they're doing it, yeah, and Pterosaur is just like, is like, oh, Optimus will never find us here. And Black Arachnia is like, oh, and if he does, he will be too late. Ha ha ha. It's, ha, just, ha, ha. it's very villain monologue. <laughs> but like, it's also kind of nothing dialogue. It's, that's it's very like filler. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, I just, it's background noise. Yeah, it it. It just cracked me up earlier when I was watching it. <laughs> and he's like sprinting in between like the, the pillars, the stalagmites, like in the cave, hiding. And it's like, okay, they either see you or you don't. The the hiding <laughs> behind the pillar <laughs> thing is so hilarious. Cause he's a seven foot tall white like robot holding a gun, running between these like pillars that barely conceal his presence. Yes, and then he he is bright white. There is nothing. Yeah, he's he's that. he's like arctic blue, like like aqua and white. Yeah, like the metal parts of him are like uh, a metallic kind of like blue. I mean, if he's up north in the the snowy plains, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, he, he, sure, he would blend in, but he's in a fucking cave. 
so a he's surprisingly well lit cave i might add the full of spider lights yeah <laughs> bug lights <laughs> which it actually shows a few of them around the uh crevice that they're widening so they've been doing that this whole time and instead of just getting the drop on them because like heaven forbid you just shoot them without them knowing he jumps out from cover and like says some quip to alert them to his presence and then shoots them yeah because black arachnia is all like oh the emitter is ready in 15 cycles we'll be inside the maximum and he's like the only place you three are going is the slag heap (laughs) yeah it's like nick dude just shoot them next time so he says this right and he immediately starts shooting but they've had about three seconds to realize someone was there. He misses all of them because they all, all of them, all of he's, them. he's fired several shots at all three of he goes, them. And boom, they boom, all boom, miss. boom, boom, boom. He fires like nine shots. They all miss. And here's the thing. They slowly scamper away. Like, like pterosaur, yeah. like awkwardly, like, like flies away in his pterodactyl form. Black arachnia very slowly skitters up the wall where the crevice is. Yeah. And Waspinator, same thing. He just kind of looks surprised and then like hovers away a little bit. And I'm like, well, I guess you're really good at stealth, but not great at shooting. Doesn't hit a single one of them. <laughs> he he lost his surprise round. Man. <laughs> so they all terrorize. Yeah, ter- Pterosaur, uh, again, we've talked about this like jokingly and not jokingly. He says, um, Predacons, terrorize. And so I guess that's the voice only one of them needs to say the voice line and they all they all transform this little thing that, i noticed we've seen that a few times now yeah as long as somebody says it or if you're rat trap just you just never need to say it yeah um <laughs> i he he hasn't when he's been in the base when he was like falling and he like tra- transformed mid mid air i don't think he he said it no he didn't predacons terrorize and as they're like transforming, maybe he just shot at them to get them to scatter. Because as soon as they're like transforming, he's like sprinting. He does this awesome ninja flip and he lands at the wall, like gripping that um, like energy. Uh, what was it? A, rev- a resonance device, a resonance uh, bomb or something. The, the, the something energy like, something energy like that, yeah. key, yeah. And he, like, rips it out of the wall and just pieces out. They're, like, shooting at him, and he's just, like, running. Like, later. He, he's not even trying to... <laughs> oh, yes. Every single time Black Arachnia um, terrorizes, she has to do, like, this, like, ballerina pose. She's yep. very, like, action posy. And the one you just sent me is after they take chase to him, they come around the corner and they're at the entrance of the little cavern yeah. and the two flyers are are hovering with their guns out and black arachnia like kind of like ballerina like poses with like on one leg like with one knee out she's always doing that eh <laughs> <laughs> she's always like dramatically like posing yeah like and they the, look around the the screenshot that i sent you uh like could very easily be the cover of like a beast wars vhs tape <laughs> very easily be turned into some sort of rule based on where her hands are pointing anyways oh. <laughs> i didn't even notice that 
Just put some uh, robot dick in there. And anyways, there are eleven-year-olds right, right. that so, listen to it. Damn so, it! So next week on Two Jenner John, we delve into fanfic. <laughs> I'm sure there's there's some decent of uh, Black Arachnia in there. But anyways, <laughs> they're looking around, and oh, Tigatron's like gone. He like stealthed out of there, and uh, they they yell some predacon like bullshit and i think again for the second time he gives away his position by talking for tigatron if i'm not mistaken yeah he says a thing yeah he says like up here uh, up here i'm just gonna pretend that he says up here morons and they all like dramatically <laughs> look up look up fires... dumbasses. <laughs> look up dumbasses no no yes <laughs> uh look up oh, and... okay so they're straight up like they're in after they do their like after they do their like 1996 uh hip-hop album pose. <laughs> <laughs> uh black arachnia is like oh where did he go and he Tigatron, who is right above them, straight up says, right here, Predacon. Right here, Predacon. Oh, and by the way, speaking of Sam Fisher, he's Sam Fishering up in the up he in the, the ceiling. Um, totally when we is. when we say that, we mean like, you know, legs splayed apart, like holding himself up with like immense crazy. This is the second time we've mentioned Sam Fisher has amazing uh leg strength, by the way. So Tigatron's doing a Sam Fisher like in the in the area above them and he fires two shots and he like all of a sudden he's an expert marksman by the way i don't yeah, know how we... this is possible because he shoots the guns right out of pterosaur and waspinator's hands yeah and then he p- turns the gun to black arachnia who's pointing her gun at him but he doesn't shoot which i find interesting because reasons because she's got a awesome rack <laughs> uh yeah probably something along those lines he he's a chivalrous gentleman and she doesn't shoot back either uh you if you have it up what's the quip she she says to him uh i actually remembered it but i do have it up she's like you can't win cat the emitter will explode and take you with it and he's like in that case allow me to return it allow me to return it and he whips it like a yeah. javelin. <laughs> yeah, he throws it straight down and <laughs> piercing the ground. Yeah. Sorry. The, um, uh, the closed caption for uh, this episode is like right after this moment, it's like in brackets, dramatic rock music playing. <laughs> <laughs> that That would be like 80% of the show. Yeah. Dramatic rock music playing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he he throws it down it's glow it's glowing I, I thought it would be i thought it was funny my partner had said to me wouldn't it be funny if she was just lying because yeah. remember waspinator earlier was like there it's a that's the bomb is set and she's like it's not a bomb you idiot it's like a sonic it's a sonic a resonance sonic emitter yeah so that was my that. impression that it would like shake something but apparently now it's a bomb. But apparently now it's a bomb? Because and he okay, throws it. So he throws it straight down, but uh, jumping ahead, like, you know, 
30 seconds or so. Uh, it creates a crater out front upwards. of the maximal base. Yes, upwards. Exactly. That's what I was getting at. So it should have yeah. exploded downward. Because the point that was sticking into the crevice earlier was the point that's now sticking straight down. Yeah. So, uh, also, why did the sonic emitter, was it active? Was it unstable? Why is it going to explode? Did she already set it? Uh, she did set it, yes. Yeah, so, but if it was supposed to shoot up... Anyways, that that's a good catch, actually. I, I never even thought about that. My my logic had went out the window. My logic circuits, <laughs> my logic circuits had gone out the, the window. The, the garbage shoot that shoots pterosaurs. Um, but yeah, um, she says your, your, something about... <laughs> your your uh, satisfaction chip it was overriding your uh, logic circuits? Yes, my satisfaction chip was overriding my logic circuits. Um, which happens every time Black Arachne is on screen, really. I would like to uh, when the when we see the explosion happen out front of the max. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, he throws it; it starts pulsating. They all just take off. Black Arachnia, <laughs> like Batman's away. Yeah, with her like grappling gun hook, the others fly away, and it shows Tigatron like attempting to run away and escape the blast. But as Christopher said, it cuts back to the other Maximals in front of the Axelon. Yeah. Because despite the the emitter uh, like sending uh, sending a sonic blast, blah, sorry, sending a sonic blast downward, uh, <laughs> it explodes upward and yeah. creates this giant crater in front of the maximal base. Yeah, the way it explodes is very much like a subterranean explosion because like it goes upwards a little bit and then the ground collapses. More so yeah. than just exploding like rock, like outwards, which I, I visually I thought that was really cool. Uh, so I think we cut back to Rat Trap after the the explosion. Uh, not quite. Uh, Cheetor is like jumping gyros. What's that? Jumping gyros, right? And Optimus <laughs> is like, let's find out. And he says, battle mode. Oh, thank you. I was gonna bring this up. So this is the second mode type. Yeah, and he says battle mode. He doesn't say maximize. Yeah. He just yells battle mode and they all transform into their robot forms. And I'm like, hold up. And I again I paused it and like turned to my partner and I'm like, there's a battle mode now. <laughs> and and she was like, You have to give little boys and girls when they're playing with the little toys, you have to give them things to like yell out when they're like, you know, like playing with their toys and role playing different things. And I'm like, you know what? Fair. Continuing onwards. <laughs> uh, one thing I noticed in this scene was when Dinobot transforms, he uses the same transformation animation that he always does, but his left hand still emerges as though he's holding his like tail helicopter thingy. I, I did notice that. Yeah. So this like, is... yeah. So so like it looks like he's still holding that, but he isn't. Yeah, he's just miming that he's holding it. And again, yeah. they, they probably reuse the same... Uh, they just move the, the 3D models around and then make them do their uh, their little transformations, right? I, oh, yeah, I totally. don't know how, how it works. But yeah, he's never had his uh, whirly tail 
copter this entire episode. Yeah. So that seems optional. And he seems to he seems to realize now that that's kind of useless. It's never helped him. <laughs> <laughs> it's looked cool. He's threatened rat trap indoors with it. It's only uh, it's only ever been a thing because it was part of the original toy. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Because it's never helped him. <laughs> no. In the show. And from what I recall, he uses it less and less as the show goes on. Well, sometimes you you realize how awkward and weird something is, and you go, you know what? I'm fine with my drill rapier. Sometimes I'll use it like a dagger. Other times I'll use it like a sword. Other times uh, I'll use it like a prison shiv. <laughs> Why not? A spinning, spinning drill shiv. And it would be cool if he could control like its length, like an extendo. Because it's, it's made out of his, like, the spine of his tail i like yeah. to think <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's the uh the, the, the idea that they're going for yeah and uh so they all go enter battle mode which apparently is a thing and they all like draw their guns and point it at the rubble and the rubble moves a little bit and then there's a there's a white tiger there well they charge forward uh to toward the rubble yeah uh, and, and then yeah that happens <laughs> And and Optimus is like, oh, he's like, what happened? Well, he's like Tigatron in like a really cute like way. <laughs> yeah, and he says, what happened? And he says, oh, it's a long and what does he say? Dirty story. It's a it's long. A lo- it's a long and very ugly story. A very ugly story. And Optimus is like, well, I want to hear it. Well, I want to hear it. But first. But first. Which like I kind of. I kind of appreciate that Optimus says that because it's a very like commander type thing to say. Yeah. It's like, I'll listen to you, man. Well, no, no. It's just like someone, someone under his command is like, Oh, this thing, this like explosion that just happened is a really long and kind of shitty story. (laughs) And Optimus is like, eh, you know, well, regardless, I want to hear it. Yeah. (laughs) eventually Good to know but what right, the predacons were up to but but right now we 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 have other things going on i think it's interesting that i, I almost wonder if it was like a, a test mission but it's like oh you're gonna like make some sort of sonic emitter device okay that's cool take my two idiots with you <laughs> take the two people most likely to leave because they don't like being bossed around or butt heads with you over who's in charge pterosaur waspinator accompany her and i'm like really just those three seems like an important mission but i guess not it's like send scorpionok at least scorpionok will make like make sure it gets attempts to make sure it gets done and he has he's gotten the drop on optimus and and dinobot before he's gotten the drop on cheetor before he's shown to be at least somewhat more competent than any of the others Maybe Tarantulas is on equal footing with them. But no, the, the rest of the Predacons are though. somewhere else. Yeah? Yeah, we actually don't even see any of them. In the yeah, we don't though. see anyone else, just those three Predacons. Yeah, do we get the uh, the last rat trap in the, in the ship? We do, yeah. He enters some sort of like core of the ship, doesn't he? It's got yeah, like it's... an Energon-like pool, much like... A lot of like sci-fi ships have kind of like a like a, a danger zone around their core. Yeah, especially in the nineties. Right? It's not <laughs> it's not just me. Yeah. There's like a, a center console with like a, presumably like the 
which, the, the master computer or the central AI or something. Yeah, and it usually has like some kind of moat around a, it. A little like energy moat that's dangerous. Star Wars yeah. too. Uh, which uh, I can't even remember what movie it was, but some movie in the '90s explained this away that uh, the moat was coolant, right? The, coolant for the, for the core, for the computer core. Which that actually makes a degree of sense. Fair enough. Or the the core of the engine, it just powers everything. So fair enough. Yeah, seems legit. And anyways, there's um a gun in here. And it immediately shoots him and catches him unawares. But he kind of just flies a few feet and kind of um, he slides a bit and his head goes over the edge where the energy moat is. And a little piece of metal, like a, a handle or something that exploded alongside him, falls in and it shows it disintegrate. So I will point out what my uh, what my issue with Sentinel was Please do. earlier. It can't hit anything and its accuracy is shit. No, it's not that. It's that um, Dinobot, like, they make a big fuss about how non-lethal Sentinel is to the point that uh, Dinobot actually makes, like, a big deal about it. But Sentinel has straight up been trying to kill Rat Trap. It's been escalating episode. his weaponry. At first, and, it was, like, zero gravity fluid and, like, an energy net. Then it yeah. was fireballs. Then it was straight up, like, crossbow bombs and, like, like a, a dampening field, and which Rhino he implies would shut him down. And Rhinox and Cheetor seem actively concerned that Sentinel is going to kill Rattrap, even though we established at the Good beginning point. of this episode that Sentinel is designed to non-lethally incapacitate foes, the, much to Dinobot's that was, chagrin. That was the whole point of Dinobot going, yeah, useless. Yes, exactly. So, so but that's a very good point, actually. <laughs> kind of a huge, um, that is a not big plot hole, but in con um, con continuity error, right? Or does yeah. that is that a, is that also uh, fall under plot hole? Yeah, because like generally, a plot hole refers to where there is a failure in logic in plot of a movie or tv show like a, 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 a failure something contradicts it itself or something yeah like that? yeah like a failure in the in the story's own internal logic yeah like an inconsistency in yeah um its explanation yeah yeah that's, that's a plot hole then <laughs> and that's a good point it's slowly escalating uh itself because it did shoot him earlier but it like knocked him off of the the ladder, but I mean, it was an explosion. Like it, it hit him. Yeah. And the dampening field would presumably like put him in in cryo or something. But like now, it's shooting at him with like a, a plasma gun, like a little turret. Which, by the way, is the most man. Sentinel is so inaccurate. <laughs> like, what is going on here? <laughs> and it's shooting, and instead of um, it shooting at him, it's just continuously shooting the ground coming closer and closer to Rat Trap as he's crawling backwards in his rat form, like on his back, like scrambling away from the getting closer and closer shot. I'm like, Sentinel, aim at him first. It has like an auto-fire mode where it just keeps shooting. And then it enters this very like Indiana Jones, like jumps up and grabs a cable 
and swings around like <laughs> yeah, the little like core room. Around. He's swinging around and he like lands and it shoots the railing that he lands on and it shows him go over the edge and fall. And then, oh, but he actually he caught the railing with his tail. I was going to say, <laughs> he like he saved himself with his little rat tail. And he crawls up and now he's like, oh, right, Sentinel, you you made me mad or something. And while he's like crawling down on his like haunches, Sentinel's missing shots. They're like going over his head, going right beside him, hitting the ground, just like like stormtrooper shooting <laughs> at him. Yeah. And he dodges one by transforming. He kind of like transforms and the shot was going to hit him where his rat head was. But because he transformed like vertically, it like missed him. And I'm like, oh. That, that was kind of cool. And he just like nonchalantly, like cheekily, like dodges these shots as he walks across, um, walks forward, sorry, to like the central computer, right? And you're, oh, yes, it's locked though. There's a shutdown so command, but it's locked. Yeah, so he goes up to this panel and he's like, oh, uh, uh, I need to find that uh, friend or foe command. Yes, and he starts just pressing buttons. And he's and like, he's... oh, where does Rhinox, where did Rhinox put it? But like, right in front of Radtrap is what is clearly a panel that is designed to open because there is a split right in the middle of it that has the Maximal logo on it. Yes, and he's tapping things and red lights are appearing, like he's inputting the wrong password. Yeah, and then he's yeah. like, "Oh, where where did Rhinox? Uh, where did Rhinox put it?" And then he smashes his fist down on this uh, maximal symbol and on this like panel, and, and the behold, lights all turn green. Lo and behold, this panel opens up, and there's just a big red button there. Yeah. So, okay. So it it keeps showing these like red lights, like uh -uh, like he's inputting the wrong password or something and he's like ah oh, where did rhinox put it and he pulls like a fonzie like a fonz <laughs> and he just like slams it and I, i'm surprised he didn't go hey <laughs> he just slams it the lights turn green and the, like christopher said the panel opens up and there's a big ass like red like emergency shutdown button and i'm like okay hold up like what's the point of having that there if you can just like smack it and open it <laughs> Like, if a Predacon was infiltrating this, you think one of the things they wouldn't attempt to do was just punch the panel? And press the giant red button. And press the giant red button. So, oh my god, I forgot, almost forgot about the giant death laser. Um, <laughs> so he goes to press the button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a, like actually shatter. a giant death laser. Yeah, and it's all like Shatterfield active. Is that what it says? Yeah, it says Shatterfield. Shatterfield? Basically, a, a death laser is aiming at him. And it looks cool. It looks like this big satellite thing. It takes up, yeah. like, a huge chunk of the room, by the way. It's just coming yeah. down from the ceiling. And it's moving think, like like a I creature think, following him. I think Shatterfield's a pretty, uh, pretty dope name for a death ray. I think Shatterfield is a pretty standard name for a pony from My Little Pony. <laughs> Shatterfield! <laughs> uh, <I> mean, uh... <laughs> The bra fits. <laughs> and he's kind of like aiming at him and it kind of like reacts almost like a an animal, like, oh, oh, don't go towards that button. And he's like going towards it and then he doesn't. And instead of just pressing the button, which like, dude, just press the button, he like dramatically has a standoff 
this laser and he like goes prone like just me- falls to the ground prone and dodges this death laser that shoots okay. right over top of him okay so i just like scanned over the video and it's even funnier than that because he's standing there he like he had his hand stretched out to press the button yeah it's right the there right field. beside him yeah it's right beside him then he pulls his hand down and he kind of pauses for a second and then he starts like slowly pulling his left hand out to press the button again and, the and, then, he, like, oh. and then and then he just stops yeah, but he then just it stops. shoots but then it shoots anyway it, it's a really I, I would suggest watching the uh the video of just like that moment because it's it's kind of an amusing shot yeah he's on a standoff with this laser and i'm like dude you stop the laser if you just press the button what are you doing <laughs> yeah. but like rat trap has to like show that he's superior to like these systems have you noticed that like this whole thing is just kind of like him cheekily being like eh, i'm better than you i'm a master infiltrator he has spent so... a surprising amount of time shit talking this uh <laughs> this ai <laughs> this presumably like non self-aware wait it's not system. even an ai because it barely responds yeah it's just yeah. A, like a defense system and you're you're right. He spent the entire episode shit talking this thing, <laughs> and I'm sure it doesn't have any like emotional like chips or logic circuits. Well, it probably has logic circuits, so its feelings aren't going to be hurt. But... Or conscience centers, or yeah, it's it's probably not sentient. <laughs> yeah, and he dodges it, but the la- the death laser that he just dodges goes over top of him and like slices up again. Like Rat Trap's just destroying the whole fucking ship. While he's having fun, like <laughs> tangoing against Sentinel, <laughs> and it shoots a bunch of lasers. A beam hilariously falls down and like pins Rat Trap on the ground. And then the laser, the the death reel, the what, what did you call it again? <laughs> uh, Just keep the... calling it death laser. <laughs> uh, Shatterfield. Shatterfield. It moves around the room and goes behind Rat Trap. Like moves mm-hmm. all the way around the room, goes behind Rat Trap, and then it's like prepare to be terminated bitch in like a smooth like robotic like male voice it it doesn't say quite say that it literally says something like prepare to die or preparing to terminate or something uh do you have the script up Uh, (laughs) or is that just what it says it doesn't you know it doesn't even matter it just says prepare to like straight up it just says preparing for termination and i'm like okay so this clearly is lethal yeah, it is literally up. telling him that it is going to kill him. Prepare for termination. It does say that? No, I'm just saying that. Oh, well, that's a quote from... Um, didn't didn't that happen twice in the uh, episode where Rat Trap had to infiltrate? Yeah. And we were like, how do we prepare for that again? It has, and we've made jokes about it in the past. So Sentinel's like, prepare for termination, bitch. <laughs> and it dramatically oh by the way he's like reaching for it he's almost there and then he pulls his hand away pushes at the ground and turns around to look at the death laser and then continues trying to reach for it as for some reason as this is charging up getting ready to shoot him it's taking like three times as long to charge up yeah for and, dramatic um, effect for dramatic effect and then just before it's about to fire the screen goes white and it cuts away from him and it shows all the maximals outside the base 
And the shields drop. The shields drop. And then I think it's Rhinox that's like, oh, no. Yeah. And they're like, what What do you mean, oh, no? He's like, Sentinel wouldn't drop the shield if an intruder inside was still active. And then kind of like the sad, like, that that sad kind of like somber music track that often uh, plays in the episodes yeah. cuts yeah, in. That, like, yeah, that like... Do, do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and is just like rat trap gone. No, no way. Uh, I don't believe it. And, and like, then I, I like how all... that, like go ahead. Everyone's first thought is like, oh, rat trap's just dead. Not that. Oh, maybe he figured something out. So, like Christopher had said earlier, listeners, like, wait a second. Why is there immediate presumption that he's fucking dead? When they made this to be non-lethal. Yeah. So they, instead of being like, oh, that, oh, he, he's dead. Because we've seen, like, Megatron literally in, in chunks, and pieces, and he's come back. But apparently Sentinel is so lethal that it just fucking, like, rips the soul right out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is odd for a non-lethal defense grid, but... Anyways, and then Christopher, they all like give the shittiest eulogy I've ever seen in my entire life. They all shit talk <laughs> him, except like except for Cheetor. And I'm like, fuck you guys watching this. And, like every single one of them. Um, I think it opens with Optimus I, being go ahead, go ahead. I was uh um uh, uh Optimus says uh he was a difficult maximal to deal with. At times impossible, but he was one of the crew. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Then it cuts to Dinobot. I I actually like I like what Dinobot says. Dinobot says, I won't disgrace his memory with lies. He was a (laughs) stinking omnivorous pestilence. Wow. Omnivorous. Interesting that you would point out his diet. I know that like that's what I uh like I, I was watching the episode earlier with or rewatching it with my partner earlier. As and if I, that's I made worthy a, of I made a point of like pointing out the fact that he's like omnivorous pestilence. As if being omnivorous is an accurate point of ridicule. I mean because I guess he's a velociraptor, he's a yeah, carnivore. I, yeah, I guess for a velociraptor, maybe. What does he think of herbivores then? Jesus. So he's omnivorous pestilence. Delicious. And (laughs) he just eats them. Yeah. Look out, Ryan. Look out, Rhinox. (laughs) He just like watch out, vegans. Dinobots in town. (laughs) Dinobots in town. What does he think of herbivores? They're delicious. (laughs) Sometimes when you're so tired, you're like deep core like fight or flight reflex kicks in and you think of think of funnier things as you're slowly dying inside <laughs> <laughs> what how does he end it with he's like um oh, believe me, I, but i already died like six hours ago this is just like afterlife christopher yeah th- this is this is zombie podcasting right now 
<laughs> how does he end uh, Dinobot? How does he end his shitty eulogy? He's like, but still. <laughs> in some perverse way, I will miss him. He says in some perverse way? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot to un- unravel. But in some perverse way, I will miss him. And then it and cuts even, to even Rhydox. Like, Jesus he, Christ. He's like, sure, Fuck. he smelled bad. He was a rat, but he was my best friend. Thanks. <laughs> what? And then and, weirdly enough, uh, uh, Tigatron, who is He in, nuzzles. Yeah, he nuzzles um, Tiga, Rhinox's yeah, hand. Yeah, Tigatron, who is in beast form. Uh, Rhinox just like reaches over and just pets Tigatron. Yeah, so I actually uh, re- rewound this and, and, and watched it. So what actually happens is very subtly, Tigatron, right after Rhinox says his shitty eulogy. Um, <laughs> man, fuck no, fuck them. What a terrible eulogy. I, I Cheetor doesn't say anything, by the way. And I imagine he's in shock because he's like, wow, what do these guys say behind my back? <laughs> fuck. And but if you do if you look at Tigatron right after Rhinox speaks, he jet very subtly nuzzles Rhinox's hand, and Rhinox looks down and like pets Tigatron. And I'm like, huh, interesting. So some of them show affection, like physical. I'm sure, if like I should other. be, if I should find that moment weird or touching. Y- yeah, like imagine we were at a uh, like a, a funeral. Right, and we were, or somebody had just died, and we're trying to say something positive about them. And I came up beside you, and I was like, "What's this, Uwu?" And I like nuzzled, and, and then I, and then I just start petting you, like <laughs> caressing your hair, like it would be fucking weird. It's thank you. It's, it's a little weird. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then but like, it's not weird for. <laughs> For these but guys, then, like if you like strip that weirdness away from it, it's like it's oh, okay, like they're trying to comfort one another. <clears throat> Maybe it's That's the equivalent okay. of like wrapping your arm around somebody's shoulder, or you know, because yeah. we don't transform into a beast mode. So maybe it's the equivalent of like giving someone a bro hug or something. Could be, and I, I think it's touching. I certainly. I hate everything they say. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> yeah. And anyways, the elevator um, from the Axelon starts to come. Oh, oh sorry, no. Yeah, we, we <laughs> get like a Looney weird... Tunes. We get a weird screen... fake out. We get a weird, fa- an obvious shitty fake out. <laughs> the screen from the corners goes black, like a, a circle, slowly um, getting smaller and smaller, but it stops. And the music changes, and it zooms back out, and then it cuts to the elevator. The return it, of the elevator platform. Which only Rat Trap is using. <laughs> and he's holding his tail up, like, as if it's a tissue. Yeah. And he's standing up with one hand against, like, the, the railing of the, the little platform. And he's like, oh, boo! Oh, boo-hoo! Don't stop now! You motorheads are killing me. Yeah, don't stop now. You motorheads are killing me. And uh, Cheetor is like, Rat Trap? How did you avoid getting scrapped? Well, it was no oil bath, but uh, let's face it. Ain't a defense system ever made that I can't get around. Right, Sentinel? Affirmative. Sentinel. Yeah, Sentinel is just like, 
Acknowledged. Or acknowledged, yes. <laughs> right, and Sentinel? Like, yeah, you just gotta know how to talk to him. You and just gotta know all... how to talk to him. And then they all start laughing. They, I remember Optimus, like, guffawing. Like, ah, ha, 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 ha. Wait, how come half that... the ship's destroyed? <laughs> that darn rat trap. Yeah, and everybody laughs, and everything turned out PG-13. <laughs> what a weird, like, little fake-out thing. <laughs> Yeah, but like, man, I, I I'm I actually really like this episode. A oh, lot yeah? is like happening, but like, wow, like shittiest eulogy in the fucking world ever. Like, I like how they open with like two things that they find shitty about him before saying something like, "But he was my best friend. He he was a piece of shit who ate garbage and smelled like it too. But he was my best friend. Uh... <laughs> he was annoying." impossible at times some would even say i hate his fucking guts but he was one of us <laughs> jesus christ you guys i mean she tours listening in horror as they're <laughs> mag talking rat trap and meanwhile uh cheetor is just like sitting there or standing there in silence just being all like well actually i kind of liked him but uh <laughs> you guys maybe, you guys maybe, whatever maybe maybe uh you know, I'm kind of reading the room now, and maybe I maybe I shouldn't say that out loud, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> he doesn't say anything, and he's just kind of like staring at them. And I'm like, man, don't make Cheetor say something shitty. I'll be furious. And they don't. <laughs> he says nothing. Well, at the beginning, he's like, no, I I don't believe it, In man. Utter disbelief. That's the second time Optimus like talks shit behind his back too. Uh, I I I. Doubt this is the last time uh, Rat Trap will be uh, uh, ridiculed by others. He 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 took that way better than I would have. I would have come down the elevator like with my gun pointed out, and I'll be like, "Say that again, mother." Yeah, so that was uh, the ninth episode in production order. A better mouse trap. Uh, do you have any closing statements about the episode? The Maximals need to give better eulogies. Like, I don't even think the Predacons would be that shitty. Jesus, that's it. I, I'm 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 fired up about that. You're you're all you're all hot about that one, eh? Also, like uh, oh apparently, God, I just said a. Holy shit! I must. I said a. I said a earlier in the show, and I immediately. <laughs> noticed and i was like eh, i won't say anything and you immediately regretted it i regret nothing <laughs> <laughs> we will be back next week with the 10th episode in production order the probe the probe uh, thank you very much to everyone who listens be sure to subscribe to us on apple Podcasts, spotify and you know wherever you're listening to this currently I'm sure you can subscribe to us from there. Like our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash too much energon. Uh, yeah. Send us an email uh, at too much energon at outlook.com. I'm exhausted, so we're going to get out of here. I've been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I'm your other host, NeoCal. And until next week, Beast, Beast Mode. Beast Mode. Beast Wars.